Wait, shit. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 226. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, and it's Tom Brady Bill Belichick week. Mm. Huge week. Mm. This is this is the game that everybody's been waiting for since they announced who the Patriots opponents were going to be last year. Well, not even Tom that. Brady. Since he since he signed with the Bucks, we all knew they were coming here this year. Like well, that's what I'm saying. That. When they when yeah, yeah once. Once we knew that the Bucks were on the schedule, but week four, like this feels early. No, you know why they did it. It's prime time week four because in like four weeks, the Patriots are going to be irrelevant. We'll see. And we're not going to talk about last week's game because this is going to be, a, this is going to be a pretty quick show, but I don't really know how much we have to talk about last week's games because it was just shit. It, it was, was just bad. It was just bad. The offensive line looks horrible. Yeah, they got to figure that out. Can we get Scar out of retirement? Can we do that again? Every time, <laughs> every time Scar leaves, they my fall God. apart. I don't know what's going on. Did, did Scar like not teach the secret sauce to anybody else in the cl- in the in the the building? Like, w- it, what's going dude, on? Apparently not. The right was, side without Trent awful. Brown is awful. He's supposed to play this weekend, though, right? That's the thing. I yeah, I think so. He's yeah. supposed to play this week. Um, but even even so, Isaiah Win, who's supposed to be a stud left tackle, I was a big well, fan of that. Well, pick he was good last years year. Ago. Like he and was, he was good, good last year. year when he was yeah. healthy. Mm-hmm. In this year, it's it looks like a different guy. Yep, hundred percent. It's awful. It's not good. Not good. No, it's not good, especially with a rookie quarterback. And that was the thing when you had a rookie quarterback coming in, you were like, okay, well, this isn't that bad because you have a good offensive line that's going to be protecting him, which will be a good running game. So, like overall, that's why everyone's like, oh. They'll get at least 10 wins because we thought the offensive line was a key component to everything else. God, last week, man. I, I'm not, and anyone that's trying to say, oh, Cam would have been better or Mac Jones is the Mac Jones is not the fault you lost that game. Everybody no. else was the reason why you lost that game. Right. And yeah, and Cam is not going to be who, who said three. Oh, that, was that Shannon the, Sharp? Shannon Sharp. Um, and then just every other Twitter troll possible that was on Cam's side, like, oh, well, Cam Newton wouldn't have thrown it this many interceptions. Like, no, he might have, but he wouldn't even actually, he probably wouldn't even come close to the people that were he's throwing it to. So what have happened? He went right. like just, 20 yards we, in front we, of the receivers. We just have Cam? to put that to bed. We just have stop. to put that to bed. Mac Cam Jones wasn't a good quarterback. Mac Jones is your quarterback. Cam Newton sucks. That's it. Yeah. And Mac is three games in. He's three games in. I just I just want to remind people. And like we don't know what Mac's going to turn out to be. And we've talked about that a thousand times now. Peyton Manning sucked year one. He was horrible. In his, his rookie yeah, season. I don't know the numbers, but he know he wasn't good. He was terrible. I he I don't know if he he all I know is he threw a ton of interceptions, a ton of them. Yeah. He was not a good quarterback his rookie year. And that doesn't mean that Mac's not going to get better. And honestly, through the first two games, Mac looked pretty good. In week three, I'm gonna blame it. I'm gonna chalk it up to a lot of pressure. One of those uh one of those interceptions, not even his fault. I mean, nope. you want to talk about John o. Smith. You signed Ooh. that guy to a pretty big contract. Do you he he was the prize. He was the prize. Tight end free agent other than Hunter Henry. And when John U. Smith won A, one B, Hunter Henry and John U. Smith. Boom, boom, right there. And John U. Smith can't catch a football. Well, when we signed both of them, it was a, oh, well, they're your best weapon. Like your receivers are great and you don't need top guys because you have those tight ends. I your top receivers, Jacoby Myers, and I trust him a hell of a lot more than I do those other tight ends. I, tr- I trust Kendrick Border looked good last week. Bright spot. I trust Nelson Aguilar a lot more than I do these tight ends. And that's not what we were saying coming into the year. And that's not how this team was going to be successful. If the receivers are actually your top weapons, 
this team isn't going anywhere because those tight ends need to be what they're supposed to be. Yes, you wasn't need good. them to be. If they, That's the thing. That's the whole thing with this tight end situation. If they don't turn out to be the tight ends that you thought they were going to be, you're not going to be a good football team. No, everything that everything you did in the offseason, this offense-wise, like you built this team to – assuming those tight ends were going to be good, and they haven't been. I mean, it's three weeks. I'll give them some time, but like John o. Smith, man, you got to catch the, that ball, the interception, that he was by himself. It was a good throw. Even if it was a little off, that's a ball you catch for the money money you're making. I don't know what he was doing with his feet. I don't know what he was doing His feet were all over the place on no, that play. All really over the place. Awful. Not Mac Jones' fault. No. And by the way, we're going to talk about the Red Sox next week because, frankly, what they're doing right now is pathetic. The way that they lost, they needed, Jared, they needed to win a game this weekend. Just one. one. Just, just one. Just a single game. Just one. And correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't checked. I know they were at least once. Two times in that series, they were leading in the eighth inning, right? Yeah, they were. Two times. Well, and you went that into that series. How... What the starting pitchers that weekend? Uh, it was you had Pavetta go that weekend. You had Evaldi go that weekend. And didn't Sale go that weekend? Uh, you had um, no, because Sale started with uh, the Orioles. Oh, it was Erod. Erod pitched that weekend. Yeah, that Nathan Evaldi got his ass kicked. Which never happens against the Yankees. He's a Yankee killer, um, and they look good the other night, though. I, mean, I know it was Baltimore, but yeah, he did. And and that's the thing. And that's what I was trying to. That's what I wanted to tell people before. Like people were all jacked up over like, oh hey, they, the Red Sox beat the Orioles and they beat the Mets. You beat the Orioles and you beat the Mets. I mean, to be fair, you should have beat the Yankees. You should have beat the Yankees, but you beat the Orioles and you beat the Mets. That's not See, exactly I, a measuring stick. I, I know we're not talking Red Sox tonight, but like. If we come back next week and they're either not in the wild card game or they're not hosting it, I still think that's a massive fail. Like you oh have all God, these games yeah. left against you have the Orioles and the the Nationals. The Blue Jays just beat the Yankees. You're only, as of right tonight, you're only a game out of the Yankees for that top spot still after losing the, all three of them. There's no reason why you shouldn't win every other game the rest of the way and still host that wild card game. I honestly think because we've seen we've seen Red Sox ownership do this a thousand times. They try to penny pinch and then they spend big. If they miss the playoffs this year, I I think they're going to spend big over the offseason. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're going to go Heim. Here you go. Go ahead. Heim, throw, out that, throw out that Tampa Bay mindset. Be Andrew yeah. Friedman. Be your guy yeah. lay, over in L.A. Lay, lay it out all on the table, if you know what I mean. And get Let it, it go. And, and let it go. Bring it out. Let's do it. Either way, even if they do make the playoffs, they need to do that. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. No question about it. They need to add bullpen arms. They have to, because if you don't add bullpen, bullpen arms, like that's like, I like the starting pitching for the most part. I do, but it's the bullpen that just like once, once your starter is out of the game and plus the offense too, they look like they don't care. They really do. They look like they just don't care, but football, we're going to talk about that next week, guys, before we move on, we got to talk about our friends over at, manscaped our friends our pals they've been with us for a long time they are the ogs guys fantasy football is here lamar jackson is fast but you know who's faster your girl running out of the bedroom when she sees that man turf growing around your end zone keep that field trimmed with the sponsors of today's show manscaped the leaders in below the waist grooming just launched with the new performance package 4.0 
Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off with free shipping using the code couchguy20. This will help tame that Tyreek Hill cheetah you have in your pants, which, by the way, I did just trade for Tyreek Hill and my fantasy football league. Talked about this a thousand times, guys, when I was younger. I thought you used scissors. Ended up being a terrible idea. Clip something you do not want to clip, and that will not happen with the Manscaped Performance Package with the number one razor in men's grooming. If you groom below the waist, the Performance Package 4.0 is an essential purchase. And good news for our international listeners, their life-changing products are now available in Canada, the U.K., across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Inside their Performance Package 4.0, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag. First pick of this year's fantasy draft is the new Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer. This star trimmer is here to guide you on a season for the ages to trim your body, balls, and even your A-gap. This four-generation trimmer also features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on and off switch that can engage a travel lock and even is waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 4,000K LED spotlight, which allows you to be as accurate as Bill Belichick with a challenge flag. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. Watch it split through the nose and ear hairs like Young Hoku splits wickets. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. The nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those sensitive holes. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver Ball deodorant and their Crop Reviver to help your little bench warmers be on their A game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off with free shipping using the code couchguy 20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping using the code couchguy 20 at manscaped.com. We don't know who you're picking as a flex this season, but we do know you'll be flexing your, in your southern region with Manscaped. Your footballs will thank you. You know who I'm not picking as a flex? Who? James White. James White. RIP, man. RIP to James White's hip. Tough. Tough, tough loss. He was looking like he did when Brady was here. He was looking like oh, yeah. his old self. was back to that offense, and he was looking like cool. I picked him up in fantasy. I was running him in the Oh, flex. yeah, he was I on was, my fantasy was, team, he was, too. He was killing it, and now he's done for the year, and all, 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 uh, all Damian Harris, baby. <laughs> Speaking of fantasy, I am 0-3 currently uh, in two leagues. Oh, God um, you. Yeah, I'm having, a t- I'm having a tough go of it. All right, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about this coming weekend, this Sunday night football, 8.20 p.m. kickoff. And What's happening? What's happening at 8.20? Tom Brady's what? coming back to Gillette Stadium. Who are they playing? Do we know? The New England Patriots. And now... It's a meaningless game, right? We can talk about the games all you want, but we got to talk about the drama going on, too. So Seth Wickersham, we knew this, fo- we knew this, this book was coming. This, we knew okay. this wasn't the backstory of this book. Wasn't it supposed to drop next week? So yeah, it is like, dropping initially. It is well, dropping next hand, week. Well, I know, but people have their hands on it already. Media members do because they give it out but first it spo- for media. But that was supposed to happen next week initially. Like I think they pushed it up a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean this this was always like the most obvious plan of the book. Like of course this was going to come. So the book is called "It's Better to Be Feared." 
Uh, it's better to be feared. Is there a subtitle? I don't know, but it's better to be feared. It's Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, New England Patriots dynasty. And uh, there are, there's some interesting tidbits in there. And one thing that you sent me that we have to talk about is this whole idea, this whole rumor that when Tom decided to go to Tampa Bay, Bill basically said, Hey pal, don't talk to me. Get out. See you later. Talk to you never. Bill refuted that. Bill said, no, that's not the case. Bill said, no, that is not the case. Tom today, though, on the other hand, said, well, we didn't meet face-to-face, but we did say goodbye. It was handled perfectly. Something along those lines. So well, you, know what, you know what happened was, and this is something I, I didn't even realize this till today. I forgot that him and Robert Kraft, Brady, being lived on the same street, like not that far away. So Brady basically I didn't said, even know that. I never yeah, knew that. So that that I forgot about that. So basically by the accounts of everybody internally, like Belichick and Brady, what happened was Brady drove to Kraft's house later on a weeknight, knocked on old Crafty's door and said, Hey, I love you, bud. But it's over. I'm not coming back. And then it was so late, didn't drive all the way to Belichick's house because they don't live that close together. Him and is Kraft a, called Belichick together. No, this is what was being told what happened. This is what Brady said. What happened? Did and he then, say that today? Whenever he talked, yeah, well, today, yesterday, whatever it was. That was and today, he, yeah. Yeah, and he said that you know, I we called him together and I talked to him on the phone. But with Kraft. Okay, well, world. look at that. Look at that. Hey, listen, I I like I like the 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 juice that Seth Wickersham has put together with these these stories, and he was even doing this at the end of the dynasty too. He was putting out stories, information that that mm-hmm. made it seem like the relationship was toxic, and frankly, I think it was. Frankly, I do think that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady ended up not liking each other near the end, which is totally fine. That's what happens. They were together for 20 years. I was going to say, you, you know, when it, what happened is after they won like the Seattle Super Bowl and like Brady started doing more like off the, off the field stuff and didn't just focus on the football anymore. Belichick was like, well, what, what's happening here? Like, you're not my guy anymore. Um, I want to say this, like for, for the 20 years that he was here, thank, thank everybody that he was here for 20 years and it, it lasted the way it did. Because now that we're hearing all this stuff, and, and there's obviously truth to a lot of it, like count our blessings that we had him for 20 years. We won six Super Bowls, and they made it work for so long. Because most situations, this doesn't work for more than five years, and they don't win the other three Super Bowls. So I think I, I know he's winning in Tampa. They won the Super Bowl. He's coming back, and they're going to blow the doors off the Patriots. But like, I think we're, we all should be thankful that we had Brady for 20 years. Yes, absolutely. And like, of course, would you prefer that he was still here? Yeah, duh. But it's obviously not the case, and we're just going to have to live with it. We're going to have to deal with it. We might have the next franchise guy here. The one thing I was curious about, and I saw this, Belichick said this yesterday, I think, and I was curious what you thought. When someone asked him about, like, Tom Brady leaving and were you mad, all this stuff. He's like, no, like, I think it worked out for everybody. He was like, we obviously, he said out loud, we obviously weren't the right fit for him, and the, we weren't the best option for Tom Brady. Right, yeah. In that situation. Are you shocked that he said that out loud? No. No, listen, he, you look at that roster, that and awful. the salary cap was terrible. They had a horrible situation there. He says that they – I remember that quote from last year. He basically said, you got an ad going? Is that me? I got a CBS ad in my ear right now, no, which freaked the hell out of me. <laughs> CBS, watching everything. I thought – I thought websites weren't supposed to do that anymore. CBS. I thought websites weren't supposed to just automatically play videos anymore. CBS. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying. Bill knew the salary cap sucked. Bill knew that this team didn't have enough options for Tom Brady, especially at the age that he's at. 
So, of course, when you're Tom Brady, and Bill knows this, when you look at a team like Tampa Bay that's got Chris Godwin, that's got Mike Evans, you know, and, and here's the thing. Are you trying to tell me that Tom didn't talk to Gronk before signing there? When he was thinking about it, you don't think they called Gronk and was like, hey, say I go to Tampa Bay. Would you come? Would you, would you try to fit your way there? Hey, Robbie, do you want to come, uh, come catch some tutties in Tampa Bay? Right. You don't think, you don't think he called Gronk and asked? Of course he did. Of course Robert he did. Hey, can you get down here? Can we figure it out? Yeah, Edelman was like, I'm stuck in a contract right now. So, no, I can't do that. No, I can't come down, Tom. He probably tried to get James White, too. But, like, again, can you blame him? No, he won a Super Bowl immediately after. But here's a question. Do you think that – because are we going to talk about the aspects of the game, like the actual – the the X's and O's? No, because what's there to talk about? If you, frankly, if you, if you lose by 10 points or less, it's a win. Like, yeah, frankly, I think the I think the Patriots are gonna get their asses kicked. This of course they are. I hope I'm wrong. You know what? The only way to win that game is, and I heard, and this isn't like an original thought. Like five wide, let Mac throw the ball a ton. That's it. Shotgun. That's time. all you can do. That's all you that can do. And they're not gonna do. And they're not gonna do it. Do. And they won't do it. I guarantee it. They won't. No. It's gonna be it's gonna be a nice drop the middle. Drop the middle, get tacked for Third. and then punt it back to Brady every single time. They're gonna lose the, like three times. Classic. The classic Josh McDaniels. Third and eleven. Let's run the ball. Why go for it? Run the ball. Or run this thing right in the middle. Run it away. Deal, I'm going to run the field position right game past the greatest center. quarterback of all time. Love it. Good choice. Who's going to put this? I'm going to put this right. Third and 11. Let's get to third and eight and punt this and ball. Punt huh? the ball. A couple extra yards for the, the MVP punter. Let's do that. Dude, sometimes he kills me. Sometimes Josh McDaniels plays two down football. See, like in some cases, I like McDaniels. And then some cases, I'm like, no. Can we just get rid of him, please? I'm I'm so conflicted on if I, if I want him to take over for Bill when Bill's done. I'm so conflicted on that. I don't. I don't because it's, it's just the way he calls plays. I don't know when Bill Belichick's going to retire, but I'm all for finding some young coach somewhere, let him come work with Mac, and just call That's, it a day. That seems to be the new wave. I mean, look at Sean McVay of Kingsbury. Sean McVay, Cliff Kingsbury. What's the, uh, Kyle Shanahan? Not young, young, but like good younger. younger He's young coach. enough. The Chargers. Who's the, the Chargers' new head coach? I know. I'm blanking on him. I am blanking too. I forgot. I but I mean, like the Chargers, by the way, shout out to me. Lock of the week, baby. Chargers beating the Chiefs. Did I call that or did I call that? I had a good feeling. Did I did I did I know that was coming? You could call me profit, perhaps. Incredible pick by me. That one might have been a little lucky, but it's fine. No way. No. I knew that was coming. We both hit our locks, though. I'll give us that. We both hit them. We we absolutely both hit them. But anyway, back to this game. Um so I do I listen, I do think that the Patriots. We're going to get their asses beat this weekend, I do. I think right. they're going to get whooped. But look. if there's anybody, the line recently was only like seven, seven and a half. Uh, in which, by the way, go bet the game on my bookie, our friends over at mybookie.ag. I but see the spread at six and a half. Six and a half, so it went down. Yeah, I'm shocked Which by means that. people are hammering the Bucks. On the Bucks, so yeah. That means they're hammering the box yeah. for this thing to drop already. And we're still three days out. God, people are slamming the box. All I got to do. Is, wow. Six and a half. That's like, that's like, that should be easy money, right? For the, the box, the box, six and a half. So hear me out. This is my, this is my one thing that can kind of talk me into the Patriots potentially putting up a game. If not winning this game, Dan Lifshatz, I believe from 98.5, the sports hub, I believe 
that he actually is calling for the Patriots to win based on like 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 betting numbers, betting patterns. He's calling for the Patriots to win this thing outright. I mean, if I think. they do, I'll take it. <laughs> God bless him if he's right, but I don't see if it. The pa- now, the, the worst thing, the worst thing that could have happened for the Patriots is Tom Brady losing last week's game. Oh, him! you see him sitting on the sideline last week? And there was already side-by-sides of him and Mac Jones doing the same thing. And, like, stop comparing him to Brady. Stop. But, like, you watch, you look at that death stare that Brady was giving, and he was mad. And you, you, how, how many times did we see that in a Patriot uniform over the course of the last 20 years, Nick? So oh, yeah. So much. And then you know how many times he came out afterwards and, had a, like, and just smoked people because how pissed off he was? Hey, you know, we're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Like, this is insane. He's coming in motivated. Um, whoever has him in fantasy, myself included, make sure he's playing. Make sure all of his receivers are in your lineups because, guys, he is pissed. And he's also motivated. Even if they won, he was going to come in and light it up. But now he's lo- he lost last week. How often does Brady lose two games in a row, Nick, ever? It's the worst thing that could have happened to this team. The if worst. If they won last week, I would have been a lot more confident that they might have had a chance. Brady just lost last week to a team, mind you, that is going to be for seeding. We know the Rams are good now again, right? Because they got Stafford. Um, look, that game pissed Brady off last week. Early potential seeding game. He's coming in hungry. He's he's coming in pissed. And he's All already the- coming oh. into Gillette Stadium for his return. He was already motivated enough. Oh, yeah. And he and all this whole time, he's already been like, well, I'm not treating it as a reminiscing trip. It's a business trip. I'm going up there to take care of business. Like, I just really hope what well, I hope what happens in like three, four years, maybe 30 years, whenever he retires. I hope that he does retire a Patriot. I hope he signs that one day contract. I hope they get that done, because despite all the relationship crap that has happened, I hope he understands the meaningfulness of retiring under a Patriot contract. He still he still loves. Robert Kraft. So I wouldn't be shocked if that happens now, but listen, listen here, listen to this question, pal. For me or for the audience? Who, who are you asking this question? To you, tell oh, it to the audience. Now I'm oh, sure, God. I don't know if you actually heard Tom Brady today. A little bit. What happens if he doesn't play? Because that man sounds sick. That voice. I did. I heard enough to that, answer your question. He's going to play. There's no, there's, that, there's, they're just going to happen to misplace his COVID tests. Um, they're just going to, there's, there's no way this guy does not play this game. He might have COVID. I, he, of course he does. He sounds just like he did. When was this? In the spring? Maybe January? And he had COVID back then. He, he, he probably has COVID. But they're not going to tell you that. They're going to throw away his tests. And, and it's oh, not going to happen. This is, a, this is a money game for the NFL. They, they are not game. letting him put in COVID protocols. Look at Antonio Brown. He's out of COVID protocols. He's coming back to Gillette. Gronkowski was on the injury list today. Of course he's going to play. Now, hear me out here, okay? Did I just screw up? Yeah, I might have. Because I don't know what you just said in the past 10 seconds because I opened up my iPhone and my phone was like, oh, so I'm supposed to connect to your AirPods now. The worst thing about AirPods. The worst thing. It just switches to you automatically. Let me, let me, let me get back over here. Hold just on. keep doing Come your thing. Question on. for you that you can talk Come about on. while I reconnect. Come on. Come on back. Does Gronk play? Well, that, that's what Gronk, I was saying because you can't I don't know hear if you me. You saw the hit. You probably saw the hit. Yeah, Gronk got hit harder than I think I've ever seen get hit. Aside from maybe the Jaguars game, the AFC Championship. I don't know if you can hear me. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're there yet. But I, I was just saying this because you couldn't hear me. I don't. But the fact that he was on the injury list today and didn't talk to the media like he was supposed to, that is what gets me going. Right. If someone doesn't talk to the media, I still don't know if you can hear me or not. I can hear you. 
Okay. If somebody doesn't talk to the media, that's typically a good sign they're not going to play. But, he does, got but does Rob Gronkowski not play this game? Like, does he really not play this game? He retired because he didn't want to be a Patriot. He was sick of the Patriot way. And then he just happened to come back the next year to go play with Tom again, even though Tom was still in New England the year before. He was he hated the Patriots that much at the end. You don't think he wants to come so, and score, score three, four, five tutties on the Patriots defense? Imagine if Gronk and Tom both miss this game. They won't. Yeah, come on. They know the, N- the NFL would implode. They're going to hide Somehow, injury reports. They're not going to report injuries. They're not going to do any of that. They're just going to make sure they both are on the field. Somehow Tom would get suspended. Somehow Goodell would suspend Tom. Think about Listen how to much this. Of- this is this is the voice. Yeah, that was loud today. So I don't know, I've had a few of these days. I don't know what the deal is. So I got to try to figure this out. I said my throat's prior than my arm. He Tom. doesn't sound good. He Tom. doesn't sound good. Drink some tea, Tom. Green tea. Green tea. We know he's Look. vaccinated. We know the entire you know. team is vaccinated. They were the first hundred percent vaccinated team. There's no way they don't play this game. You said, look about the Monday ground. This game is going to be Monday night, the Monday night, Sunday, the Sunday countdown, like Monday night, like ESPN crew is going to be there at Gillette with their set all day Sunday. Like ESPN is doing their Sunday morning pregame show from Gillette in front of the Hall of Fame, Patriot Hall of Fame. Every other, like this is a big game. This is a big deal. Brady's not going to miss it. I don't care what illness he's dealing with. I don't care what they have to do. They're going to hide COVID tests. Um, They're going to hide Brady. Um, they're doing everything they possibly can to make sure he does not miss this game. They have to. If they don't, they are screwed. This you know is. What I, you know what I heard earlier? I, I, this, this, I was listening to Felgram as earlier. I went and got an afternoon coffee. And I heard them talking about how you win this game. The best thing they could have said out loud was like, just mess with them. Like, throw get JJ, get Dorito, Dorito Dink or Dorito Fingers, whatever you call them from the footballs and just leave them on the side. Like have them looking down at Tom, ask the refs to go check the, the, the PSIs in the football or like ha- <laughs> have them go, have them go check. So, Hey Tom, uh, Bill wanted me to check your cleats just to make sure everything's good. Or, Oh, Hey Tom, they, someone mentioned the balls were a little light. So I got to check the PSIs. Like how hilarious would that be? If that happened, like obviously oh, he's not going to electric. like mess with his mind, do whatever you can. Just, just do whatever you can to get in his ear, like spook him, spook him as much as you possibly can. And it still won't matter. Now, they'll win. They'll win. But now we're obviously going to talk about this much more as we get into this next week. Post show uh, score prediction. God, um, it's, it's a lot higher because the, the bucks lost. I'll tell you that um, it's going to be like 41, 10 bucks. I was see minus 45, 45, 10. It's 41 10. You're going to get a touchdown, probably garbage time, because you're pro- I, I hope the Patriots spread them out. I just let, let Mac throw it like 60 times and see what happens. Let you're him gonna throw lose, it. Like, Even you got you. Richard Sherman coming back now for his first game if he plays. His first game in how long? Is he playing Pick this on. weekend? Is he actually playing? I, he's eligible, I believe. Oh, I thought they said they were going to give him a couple weeks. If he plays, they, he's my God. They might give him. him a couple weeks, but he's eligible. I know that. Antonio All Brown's right. playing. Um, but yeah, no, 41 10. Um, and there's no spoiler what my block of the week is going to be. So we're going to talk about lock of the week presented by our friends over at my bookie guys. If you're going to be placing any bets this weekend, which you should, you go over to my bookie guys, Tom Brady returns to new England for the biggest game of the year and stakes have never been higher at my bookie. Whether you're backing the bucks or the Patriots this Sunday, the game is always more exciting when I've got money on it at my bookie. 
Get in on the action and take this game to a whole new level of my bookie. Both teams are sporting top defenses, and nobody knows each other better than Brady and Belichick. Slow and steady will win this race. Smart money bets the under. Don't wait around. Join my bookie now and bet on the biggest game of the season. Use promo code COUCH and double your first deposit. Again, that's promo code COUCH, C-O-U-C-H, to double your first deposit with my bookie and start your winning season today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Which, by the way, that is the only thing that convinces me that the Patriots could potentially win this game is because Bill Belichick knows Tom Brady more than Tom Brady knows Bill Belichick. More than Tom Brady, rather, more than Tom Brady knows Tom Brady. Bill Belichick knows the weaknesses of this guy, and we'll see if he tries to exploit them like he does to every other superstar in this league. All right. My lucky the lock of the week. Who you got? Buccaneers minus six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. They're going to oh, win 41 no. to 10, Nick. Lock oh, it I in. Wanna... No, I don't want to do it. I'm doing it right it. now. Dude, Yahoo. Yahoo fantasy football app will not stop telling me that my entire roster is questionable. I know, dude. My team stays. I picked up hurt. The, the Minnesota kicker. Side note, I picked him up in like two leagues. And I got, no, he's questionable. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I've got Nick Folk. Oh, God bless you. Hey. The most deadly accurate kicker in the league. Can't Sorry, miss. He'll, be replaced, he'll, he'll be replaced by Quinn in a few weeks. Um, no, All right. you can't. Not, you can't not make it. But minus six and a half bucks. Come on now. My lock, not that. I know, because I already picked it. No, no, no. This is my lock anyway, because these guys stink. Carson Wentz can't stop hurting himself. Carson Wentz and the Colts are over three. I thought this was going to be a good football team. They're not a good football team, and their offensive line. Yeah, their offensive line is taking shots. At this point, I don't even know if Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. I don't know if he can survive. I don't know if he can play and not get hurt. He sprained both of his ankles two weeks ago. How do you do that? He I don't sprained know do both that. ankles. All right. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins minus two over the Colts. I like it. I Miami like it. Dolphins minus two. I think Colts go to 0-4. And this Hard Knocks midseason documentary that they're going to be dropping, What's they might not awful. like it. They might not like picking the Colts. It's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be I bad. I think the Colts go to 0-4 this weekend. These I head do. coaches, the, the head coaches and all the coaches at the Colts are going to be like talking about tanking and, they, and it's all going to get picked up on mics and I can't wait. It's gonna. They, they can't. Like, they're going to have to act like, oh, no, we're trying still. We're do trying. We do we lose on purpose, guys? Oh, whoa, whoa, your mic. Oh, shit, your mic up. Oh, my bad. At this point, it would be smart to tank and get a quarterback because you don't have a long-term play quarterback. Dude, can I just tell you how much Andrew Luck porked those guys? Like he did. I know it was for good but, reasons. But I don't no. want to blame him. Mental health stuff. Like, but still, they had their guy, and he was a good quarterback, and he he was winning some games. And he's like, yeah, no, man. dude, they they porked him first by not giving him anybody on the offensive line. <laughs> I mean, that's true. His injuries did not help his mental health to to stay on the field. So. No, he was getting the <laughs> shit kicked out of him because he, he didn't was. have anybody to block for him. He was. That's very true. That's very true. I, you know what? I, I wish they did. Let's get Philip Rivers off the sideline of high school coaching and get him back in the NFL. Like, yeah, because he was he was electric with the calls. All right. Couch Couch First Podcast, episode number 226, the Tom Brady Bill Belichick episode Quickie. as we head into this Sunday. Guys, Nick Qualia and Jared Scally, check out every single podcast on Couch Guys Sports. Talk. All of them. Every All single one. We've got fantasy, we've got fantasy football out there, baby. We've got fantasy baseball. We've got wrestling. Into the we've triangle. Got- in the triangle? We've, got into the, we've got the Red Sox podcast. We've that got might, that might be a funeral next week, by the way. Just saying, yeah. but I got blamed. Yeah, we'll that might see be how a, that, that might be. A, we're not recording till next week. It might be a funeral. 
Dude, we've got soccer. We've got everything. We've got soccer, football, baseball, fantasy football, fantasy baseball, WWE. Guys, we got it all. Go check it out. CatchGuysports.com in the podcast tab menu. Nick Juan, Jared Scali, guys, we're going to talk to you next week. Go check out our friends over at MyBookie and Manscaped. We will talk to you then, guys. Thank you for watching, and thank you for listening. Oh, wait. Shit. Shit.